Hello and welcome back to another discussion on this channel. Today we're going to be talking about the third formulation of the Cronlund-Curie law, which I think is fundamentally quite a good summary to the first two problems, and also just a quite a nice thing to think about, about implications of atheism and the discussion around that, found in Dostoevsky's works, Demons, but also in his other works. I just think that the discussion and the ideas best surround the character Kirillov in that work. So without further ado, if you're interested in this thinking about the moral freedom which arises from atheism and all these different topics, then make sure you watch till the end of the, the video so you can get to know about everything that I'm talking about and learn more about Dostoevsky. Also, if you've enjoyed this video, make sure to like and subscribe. It's completely free and you can always change your mind. It really helps the channel out and really means a lot to me to grow this channel and grow this community together. So if you're interested in that, make sure you do so. So without further ado, let's get into the video. So what is the problem of Kirillov, especially the third formulation? As I've said in the previous formulations, there is the moral problem of Kirillov. There is the, well, the problem of Kirillov in regards to the man-god. And today we're going to be discussing the problem of Kirillov in regards to freedom. And, and freedom, of course, ties into the first kind of problem about the moral indifference, that is, or moral indifferentism, which is found in the moral problem of Kirillov, is found in the self-deification in the second problem of Kirillov, and really emphasizes the point that, well, maybe that if God does not exist, then all things, instead of saying all things become permissible, but instead it says, well, all things just are virtueless, There's, it's valueless, and, and from that you, you start off with a blank slate where you can just have boundless freedom, and, and you know, when you first hear it in the first place, it, it sounds very attractive, a lot of people these days, you, you see a lot of movements saying we want freedom, we want, we want more rights, we want to, and, and we want to be able to rise above ourselves, we want to keep on improving ourselves, we want to, to get rid of these restrictions, societal restrictions, social restrictions to get to a certain point. We constantly want freedom, but we very rarely think about the flip side of that freedom. Well, what are the problems with freedom? Are there any downsides to freedom? And that's something that I will want to be talking in this video because I think oftentimes and too often we all talk about freedom without really thinking about what are the implications of that freedom. Because just as an example, you could see like the women's rights movement, and I, and I, I consider myself a feminist. I think that both men and women should have equal rights. However, sometimes I think there are times where that freedom, in the name of freedom, they just bring it up to such a level of freedom where it just goes beyond all sense of reason and rationality. So there is indeed boundaries and rightful boundaries and restrictions to any sort of freedom before humanity just goes absolutely haywire. And our approach is from a philosophical and also a historical perspective and just say, well, what's the problem with freedom? And, and essentially the fundamental thesis of this video would be the idea that without God, man is totally free. And when I mean totally free, I also mean he has, apart from societal restrictions like the law, he has no moral obligation to do anything and is allowed or permissible or is, is well, not obligated because obligated suggests intent and moral obligation and structure. However, if God doesn't exist, then man can do literally whatever he wants. He is free to do anything, not, and he's also free to not do anything but then he starts off at a blank state where there is no obligation at all. And on one side, yes, man can use that to do good things, but also on the other side, man can use that to do bad things because 
freedom goes both ways, have I said, as I have said on one side, you have the beauty, man can man can create value, man can create virtue, man can create create more crazy things without that restriction. But at the same time, man is also free to do horrible forms of evil, and that's why I think demons does really good. You see, you see this society, this dark society, which is supposedly pu pushing forward some egalitarian, some some kind of socialist kind of paradise that they're trying to push forward, except especially Piotr and a few other of these people who are trying to push forward this idea of we want a very a society of of the masses, the society of the of the poor, the plebeian. But then in reality, it there's also that flip side, that beautiful quote, which is with boundless freedom or from boundless freedom, I calculate or I get boundless tyranny. And it's that idea that, well, instead of actually going for that system of equality, that system of the plebeian that you're claiming to go for, what actually happens is the complete opposite. What they're doing is actually far from saying this is the this is a society of the plebeians, the poor, it actually becomes a small group of people tyrannizing a massive group of people. It's it's the idea of what you see in socialist Russia or, or Mao China, where what you actually see is, although it does seem to be a society ruled by the, the people, there is a story of uh, a, old, a foolish old man who's hacking away at a mountain, and, and China and Mao uses this in his in one of his manifestos or documents saying on guerrilla warfare where he says well maybe the party itself is the control is the is the servant for the god who is a people although it makes it seem when you look at it at face value if you look at the manifestos it does seem that the people are the rule but you actually see it's the flip side it's the it's a party as the sole ruler and it gives boundless freedom to the people on the bottom and and yes this guy has absolute control but also at the same time people on the bottom have a freedom in the sense that they're restrained to this person, but they're free to do absolutely anything without limit to follow this person. And what you do see is that then you have persecution and then you have torment, you have restrictions, you have further boundaries to the freedom of your opposition, and then you kind of defeat yourself in your argument. But essentially what you see is that you have this kind of idea of the structure, you have the freedom, but then since it's boundless, people just go to the extreme and that's what human nature has from a historical sense. Every single time that man has lost his freedoms, terrible things happen when man loses that sense of the transcendent. Most societies just completely go into moral chaos, or at least what we commonly regard as moral chaos, in the sense that, well, well, China, I mean, a lot of people like to say, well, China is Buddhist and they have these certain values there. And, and that's true, but you can see that they've lost or they were detached from these values of intrinsic value of human life so quickly all the youth needed to do was just have one person say a few speeches and and then the entire youth the entire generation of people started turning on their parents turning on their teachers breaking the rules killing culture destroying culture raiding the birthplace or the tomb of confucius and these people and you see that the moment you gave them freedom without that idea of the transcendent of out, out of the idea of a external moral restriction upon your actions very quickly there's discord and and very quickly man just falls into destruction and and that's something that we always have to keep in mind it's that freedom leads as much or if not most of the time restrictionless freedom leads to tyranny more so than actually virtue or or more so than flourishment because flourishment is clearly acceptable or 
clearly seen under Christianity, but the moment you add complete freedom, then man goes absolutely haywire. It's, it's like humans are given something or given a gift so strong that their bodies just can't cope with it because ultimately we have to understand that that act of absolute moral freedom belongs to God and God alone. We do not have that power. Our bodies and our minds are not powerful enough conduits to really live out that complete boundless freedom because it most of the time leads to tyranny and in a moment we actually try to do it, we just get restricted again because we know we can't do it. It goes against our, our own values, what we're brought up to believe and what we're taught to believe and and goes against everything we are as a human being. We we see as a notion almost in a priori sense, although not in the specific philosophical term of that a priori, but it's almost close to that in the sense that the moment someone says, well, let's get rid of our entire edifice and create our new values, you soon realize that there's a very big problem there and you say, and and you want to warn against it. So that's so that's essentially what the problem of Kirillov in regards to moral freedom is. And, and the character Kirillov does this perfectly in Demons, in the sense that Kirillov goes and kills himself out of that freedom. And and it's also seen in Ivan, who who out of that freedom argues that everything is permissible. And, and Smerdyakov lives out that that maxim and, and goes kills his father. And ultimately, the moral blame re remains on Ivan. And he, he can't face that moral blame un un until the devil actually starts talking to him. And that's a very profound thought because when you had the devil talking to you, you what you soon realize is that the attributes of that devil is is very close to yourself and and essentially the devil in I, Ivan's dialogues with the devil is essentially his own philosophy talking back at him. It's that reflection of his inner conscience saying, "Well, well, you you preach that you preach that freedom, and now look what you've done by by preaching that freedom to Smerdyakov. You've made yourself like the devil." You've, you've kind of deified yourself, you've created a new kind of a blank slate where people can do whatever they want, there is no moral obligation, people are completely free. And then what do you see is that, well, you've just spread or you've just, you've just seemed to have given the criminals a blank slate, you just say, well, let's go, let them go in a, in a philosophical and moral sense. And of course, as, a, as someone living in this structured society, we know that there's problems with that. But but, but that's exactly the thing. We know that there's problems with it, but then we can't do anything about it because the moment we get rid of God, we lose that transcendent hierarchy and everything becomes flat and it becomes all man for themselves scenario. Man needs that transcendent to keep them grounded as humans and not as God. Man needs that, man needs that grounding as a man and that transcendent value to understand that he is restricted. He is not free to do absolutely anything he wants. Man needs that grounding. And without that grounding, man leads to it. We just get ultimate and boundless tyranny. So, so that's kind of my thoughts on the problem of Kirillov. And that's my thoughts on the final formulation of the problem of Kirillov, which is indeed the problem of absolute moral freedom. So, I Hello, and thank you for tuning into this podcast, Dostoyevsky and Us. I hope you've enjoyed this listen. And if you have, make sure to give us a support by subscribing or following us. If you want more information or details, then make sure to like and subscribe or go check out my YouTube channel where I talk all things Dostoevsky, philosophy, Christianity. The channel's called Apologetics for All, and I hope you have a great one. Like always, stay safe, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening, and God bless.